Welcome to Slen Podcast. You are listening to the official Slen Podcast series of the Institution of Engineers Sri Lanka, featuring a wide range of conversations on diverse engineering sectors of national importance. This is Engineer Jasmine Nanayakara and today for our Median Podcast, we have a very special individual who is none other than the president of the institution of engineers sri lanka engineer kpiu dharma pala warm welcome to you sir as the president of the apex body of engineering professionals in the country what are your prime focus areas during your sessions in the office thank you engineer jasmine for giving me this opportunity to take part in the podcast series introduced by the slen in the occasion of releasing its 50th anniversary issue as isl being the apex engineering body in the country needs to play a leading role in affairs related to creation of policies and plans at the national level for the development of our motherland sri lanka firstly i strongly believe that the engineers should actively engage more in addressing national issues in a wider context in this regard i intend to make ourselves available to the decision makers in formulating national policies especially in the areas of transportation construction energy engineering education etc secondly i would extend my fullest support to uplift the standing of engineers in the society i will strive to help uplift the institution to continue to be the hub for engineers of all ages and intend to lend a helping hand especially for young engineers to develop their career thirdly i shall endeavor to make the isl secretariat to be even more member oriented efficient focused and productive systems and processes of isl shall be reviewed and established this will attract the majority of members who now maintain a distance relationship with isl to actively join in the affairs of the institution fourthly another priority of mine will be the development of provincial chapters and the overseas chapters of the institution to address their needs to best serve our engineers fifth with my experience as the chairman of the education standing committee over a two consecutive sessions i shall look into strengthening the quality of relevance of the engineering education nationally finally it is the responsibility of the institution to improve the quality and standards of pr process and guiding young members to become corporate members of the institution by nurturing them to improve their technical competencies professional skills values and ethics as you correctly mentioned now and the during your maiden speech at the agm as the president you have determined to 
play a leading role in affairs related to the national level policies and plans. How would you lead the ISL to go for that? I have already initiated steps to implement affairs related to national level policies and planning through ISL policy forum. As strategic priorities, I wish to concentrate on education and transport sectors. Preparation of an engineering education policy has been started in the previous session and I am determined to complete the preparation of engineering education policy before the end of my tenure. I also wish to indicate a dialogue with the officials of the Ministry of National Policies, Economic Affairs, Resettlement and Rehabilitation, which is mainly responsible for formulation of national policies in order to achieve national economic and social development goals, formulation of national development programs and projects, coordination between public and private sectors to facilitate the participation of private sector in economic development. Mr. President, being the president of the ISL, in one of the most disturbing sessions due to this terrible global pandemic, how would you estimate the effect of COVID-19 to the Sri Lankan engineering sector? Surely, the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic on the engineering and construction industry is unprecedented. COVID-19 is putting pressures of a different nature and magnitude on each part of the engineering and construction value chain. Both local and global supply chains are under pressure while the health and safety of employees is a concern. The impact of the lockdowns could force some engineering and construction companies to even restructure debt, seek new source of capital or risk insolvency. During the first wave of the pandemic situation, construction work fully came to a standstill. As a result, most of the infrastructure development projects could not perform to meet their expected norms and targets. COVID-19 is an unforeseen and unprecedented situation that has turned the whole world upside down. And like all major disruptions, it is pushing the limits of industry resilience. Production industry came to a standstill, especially in the export-oriented industries as well as other industries producing products for local use due to the effect of COVID-19 had closed down for a substantial period of time, causing a huge financial losses to the industry as well as to the country. Education sector, including all primary, secondary and tertiary training and research sectors has severely affected. In telecommunication sector, a sudden shift to large-scale remote working has led to a significant surge in 
demand for bandwidth. Telecommunication Regulatory Commission of Sri Lanka has instructed local telecommunication providers to provide access to emergency airtime along with concessions on interest, internet packing packs and free e-learning facilities. IESL will continually monitor what practices are developed around the world to minimize spread the coronavirus and its impact on the construction industry. I wish to initiate a dialogue among our engineers here and abroad with the assistance of our overseas chapters and create a platform to share the best practices around the world on as to how Sri Lanka as a country can collaborate to contribute the upliftment of our economy. I would like to take this an opportunity to request all our engineers to come up with novel solutions for upholding the engineering sector as whole for the national economic development. How did the ISL and its engineers support the citizens of this country to battle against the COVID-19 during its first wave? Yes, IESL and its members contributed in many instances to medical staff and the citizens of this country with the help of the sectional committees and provincial chapters. I highly appreciate this valuable and timely contribution of our engineers. Mechanical Engineering Sectional Committee and Building Sectional Engineering Sectional Committee played a vital role. Mechanical Engineering Sectional Committee has designed and built a high-pressure steam decontaminator using industrial-grade material and donated to Teaching Hospital Amradapuru. Also, Mechanical Engineering Sectional Committee of ISL and Vyamba Chapter jointly with the Sri Lanka Institute of Textile involved in producing personal protective gowns in large scale and donated to Lady Vijay Hospital, Kurunayagala General Hospital, Andradapura and Candy Hospitals. Building Services Engineering Sectional Committee redesigned and installed the entire air conditioning system of the intensive care unit of the IDH during peak time of COVID-19. Contribution of the engineering faculties of the universities also to be mentioned here. University research and innovation team develop robots for delivering medications to patients and also involved in made quality face masks. Provincial chapters and district centers contribution. Kandurata chapter engaged in donating safety attires such as face masks, full face covers, gloves to Teldenia Hospital. Mena district center and Vadakin chapter also organize distribution of dry food rations among poor who lost all avenues of their day-to-day -day living income. 
Putlam District Center under Vyamba Chapter also launched a project to repair all defective ventilators in Putlam District. Contribution of engineers attached to essential services such as Ceylon Industry Board, National Water Supply and Drainage Board, Telecommunication ensured all their respective services to their customers without any hindrance. Does COVID-19 have only the negative effects on the engineering sector? Don't you see any brighter side of it? Or can it be considered as an opportunity for the engineering sector? Definitely, human attitudes and positive outlook are vital in any challenging situation. It is up to us to decide whether we strongly stand as a nation by converting these challenges to opportunities and see the brighter side as much as possible. This is yet another opportunity for engineers to explore new horizons, set examples to others and build a sustainable society. This taught people new culture on safety measures that is uh, develop and enforceable safety guidelines no work will resume until health experts and data determine it's safe to do so at construction sites workers must wear face coverings non-essential visitors will be barred self-isolation limited to essential workers, clean shared tools, hygienic facilities, cleaning products, disinfect common areas, access to personal protective equipment, work hours will be staggered, break times will be limited and proper sanitation is required. Next one is less in environmental pollution. The global Construction industry is estimated to be responsible for between 35 to 45 percent of carbon dioxide release into the atmosphere, making a major contribution to global warming. Less disease. Due to enforcement of health and safety measures after COVID-19 pandemic situation and the positive response from general public it has reported that frequent minor illnesses have been reduced among them. So the recession caused by COVID-19 can be considered a blessing to reduce pollution. Earlier you have mentioned about your plans as the president of the ISL. How would you adjust your plans at the ISL during the COVID-19 new normal? Uh, what is meant by new normal? A uh, new normal it's a state to which an economy, society, etc. settles following a crisis when this differs from the situation that prevailed prior to the start of the crisis. The engineering construction industry will have to prepare for a world where old norms will have to be reframed and new business strategies and different tactics will have to be put into place to suit the new normal situation. As far as the ESL is concerned, we also face these current challenges 
on daily basis under the new normal situation. As seniors, I firmly believe that we should capitalize on these opportunities by adopting new and safe ways of working. Finally, what is the message that you wish to convey to the membership as the president of the ISL through our first SLEN podcast? Yes, I must first congratulate Engineer Suran Fernandu, the editor, and Engineer Chamil Edruni, the sub-editor, and including you, Engineer Jasmine, for introducing this remote podcast recording platform to the ISL. In the event of releasing the 50th edition of the SLEN Bulletin, this podcast recording platform is perfect for interviews, remote podcast recordings or any other kind of video podcasting with the same studio quality from anywhere. We being engineers must now realize that time has come to transform from our outdated concepts towards modern developments of technology. I also wish to request all our engineer, engineers to come, come out with novel solutions and join hands to build the Sri Lankan economy as a responsible and educated group of the society. We should also reinvent new business models and continuously focus on our business community plans in order to remain relevant and sustained during the challenging period. I would like to convey this message to the general membership as the president of the IESA. Thank you very much, Engineer Dharmapala, President of the Institution of Engineers Sri Lanka, for having this useful discussion and sharing valuable insights with us. We wish you all the success for the session 2021. This is Engineer Jasmine Nanakara from Slend Podcast. Have a great day.